That last one was a plane. Went there with M. Hey, how you doing? Hey, it's me, Emily Tressida. Welcome to another episode of Went There With M. Thought I would shake it up, mix it up, give you a little bit of a different introduction. I realized last week that they sound all the same. So there you go. There's a little nasal tune for you. If you're listening to this in, in the morning, I hope that really just brings you joy to your day. If you, Actually, you know what? If you're listening to this at any time, I hope that just brings you some joy. Now, last week I spoke to you about the first half of Romania, and this week I'm going to be speaking to you about the second half of Romania. Wow, what a surprise. It's not like I plugged it last week, but I did. Thank you for listening, and thank you for waiting. Here is the second part of Romania. So we, where we left off last week was that I was catching the 6 p.m. train to Cluj-Napoca. All went well. We did catch the 6 p.m. train to Cluj-Napoca. Arrived in Cluj at about 10, 10.30 p.m. from the train and nothing really eventful happened. We were just heading uh, to the Airbnb to rest, really. We'd had a huge day. We'd spent it in Sigasora, like I said last week. But on the way to get the Uber... We were, I, I don't know what you would call it. A man approached us. He was a German man. He was very flamboyant, very forward, very aggressive, but not in a like aggressive, aggressive way, but in a like aggressive in terms of personal space. Like he was talking a lot of shit and like would touch my partner and I every time he would say something that he thought deserved sort of more emphasis, which I'm, you know, not really on board with. And he was talking a lot of smack about finding a Romanian wife and how it would be super easy and stuff like that. I don't know if that paints enough of a picture. He was also talking about how people were not offering him very good customer service. And they said they didn't have any coffee left, but if they didn't have any coffee, they should have just walked to the shop and got more coffee. And now I'm saying this and we had said nothing to this man. There was I'm, that seems like a story you'd tell if someone said, oh, I just, you know, went to a restaurant and didn't have great service. And then that would be their rebuttal. But like we had said nothing to this man at this point and he just went on a, a mad rant. So that was, you know, the first sort of moments that we had in Klusion Apoka, which was cool, I guess. Weird, but cool. We got in the Uber. We found our, our Airbnb and it was so lush so so lush it was called i didn't i didn't realize this until later but it was called the like romantic park apartment and it had like a sort of mezzanine area because lucas was with us he had sort of like the kids room which was like this mezzanine that had two single beds and then there was uh one bed on the like ground floor a kitchen a bathroom this beautiful mural that was painted on the wall behind the bed it was gorgeous absolutely stunning we actually the next day because the apartment was so nice and because we'd had such a huge day the day before in Sigasori, we basically just had a rest day, which was actually needed. I think a lot of the time, you know, travel bloggers and Instagram people just show you how beautiful everything looks, but you need downtime. Like you cannot function without downtime. Really. It's, it's a crucial part of traveling. I think, I think if you don't give yourself that time, then you really sort of shoot yourself in the foot, burn yourself from both ends, which is never a good idea. But we basically, uh, as I said, we, we had this, this rest day, which was cool. And, and then we, the, the main reason that we were going to Cluj-Napoca was because we were going to go to Turda 
and we were going to go to a salt mine. I did mention this last week. So this salt mine is really interesting and very unique because the salt mine is actually an amusement park. Now, if you've heard anything from my last pods, I think you would know that I absolutely love an amusement park. Doesn't matter if it's just in a normal park. I love the shit out of amusement parks. So when this amusement park is in a salt mine, shit, that's even cooler, right? You go down like 12 stories underground to this salt mine. You are met with mini golf. You're met with ping pong tables. You're met with pool. There's a small lake that you can paddle boat on, which is insane. There's a Ferris wheel. It's really incredible. And we did every single one of those activities. We played ping pong for like probably two hours, really. We just... You hire the equipment and I think the hire time is like 30 minutes, but we just really loved it. So we just played for as long as we could. There was more than one table, so don't think that we're massive hogs, but every single part of it was really cool. The mini golf was pretty funny because the the clubs were like salty. <laughs> Obviously you're in a salt mine, so everything's a bit salty, but like the clubs were like properly salty. So it's just like salty mini golf, which was fun. And the lake was so amazing. Paddle boating on the lake was really, really cool. That was definitely a highlight for me as well. Just the, I mean, a salt mine is incredible in and of itself. If you ever visited one, you know that they're really big and vast and salty. (laughs) So that was cool in and of itself. But then in addition to have like little like amusement things you could do, it was really, really fun. And we have learned that if you want to go somewhere, you go early. And so we did go as as early as we could I think we got the bus from Cluj at like 8 a.m and we arrived there at nine I think we waited behind like two families before we could buy our tickets and we went straight in and there was no lines for basically any of the things which was awesome and by the time we were leaving which was probably maybe like 1 p.m 1 or 2 p.m the line was like out to the car park and just so many people were coming through so that was a very good decision of ours but it was incredible. It was really an experience. It was the reason we went is because we found it on a National Geographic video. So they really hit the nail on the head. It is really cool. I think the also, the other awesome thing about it is it's like kind of eerie in a way because you expect amusement parks to be like really colorful and have like lots of different colorful lights and like Ferris wheel music and all of that sort of stuff. But it didn't have that at all. It was all very like monotone and very like gray grayscale which was another like interesting part which made it cool but like almost dystopian like a dystopian amusement park underground in a salt mine (sighs) mind blown so yeah it was really really fun really fun and we headed back into Turda town like the town of Turda after going to the salt mines and there were so many op shops like one thing that I've learned about Romania is there are so many op shops we went to four or five op shops in Turda, which is a small Romanian town. The whole main street is just like op shop, then a normal shop, op shop, op shop, normal shop, op shop, op shop, just so many op shops. So we went into, yeah, four or five of them. And each of us got an item of clothing for like legit, like 50 cents or less. Like stuff was so cheap and it was so cool. And yeah, each, every, every, each of us found something, which is, I mean, I don't know how often you go shopping with your friends, but how likely is that? Pretty unlikely, you know? Um, We then uh, had our last family dinner with Lucas. He was leaving us. He was going to go to Croatia. And so we are heading to Bulgaria. So we left each other. We were going to leave each other and part ways. So we did 
that and we had yeah our last family dinner we made some pasta and we had the last bottle of our Moldovan wine which was a nice way to send each other off I think and a nice low-key way to spend the time in Cluj and then we went to a couple of courtyard bars to just bon voyage a bit more Cluj-Napoca is a, a uni town so there's a lot of uni students around which means a lot of sort of like cheaper outdoor sort of nice vibe bars which was cool and uh and then yeah the next day Lucas left us in the a.m and we weren't leaving until the evening so we kind of just filled in time around the place actually we went and saw the Lion King we found that there was a mall just outside of town that was showing it in English so we went and saw 3D Lion King Beyonce can I get that yes I love Beyonce she's the best so that was really fun and that's the other thing I think with traveling I think you need rest days but you also need to kind of just have some sort of like normality you know we both wanted to see the Lion King and it had come out and there are cinemas there's stuff available so I think it's fun to do that as well um Cluj does Cluj Napoca didn't really have anything that we were like desperate to see or anything so it was a nice way to spend time plus it was aircon really hot so anything aircon is the way forward in as far as I'm concerned and then we took a train, an overnight train to Bucharest. I think overnight trains are the best. I love them. I think they're so good, especially because if you remember from last week, I think European overnight buses are just buses. There's no difference, just the time they leave. So that's not ideal. But overnight trains, like spend the extra money and get the bed. I think that's so crucial. It doesn't matter if there's six beds in one tiny cabin, at least you can be horizontal. I think that's the f- the key to sleeping. You need to be horizontal. So we did get the the sleeper train. We did get the sleeper train and we got some sleep, which was good. It allowed us to spend the next day strolling around Bucharest. Bucharest is an interesting city. I think it's definitely not my favorite city that we've been to. And I think that maybe because we'd seen so many beautiful cities in Romania before Bucharest, it kind of lost luster a little bit for me. I think that, I don't know. I just think all of the other cities that we'd seen had so much character. And so Bucharest, I don't know, just let me down a little bit, but we did go to some awesome local art galleries, which was great. And we found this place that again, did a lunch special. Can I get a find every lunch special you can find? Do that. Seriously. Lunch specials are the savior of a shoestring trip for sure. I think if you're going to cook any meal, cook dinner and then go find a lunch special because you can always find some really crazy good deals. I think this was another one where we got like three or four course or two or three courses for a reasonable price, which is ideal. So we did that and it was in a beautiful courtyard. So that was a really nice moment in Bucharest. I think overall it's not my favorite city, as I said, but there were some nice moments in Bucharest for sure. I really wanted Laksa. I felt so... I so badly wanted laksa. I just, you know, when you want something and you just, you need to have that and anything else just won't satisfy your hunger. So I went to the supermarket to see if I could find the stuff that I needed to make laksa. You always have to just sort of make it work. Instead of using laksa paste, I found a red curry paste, some coconut milk. There you go. We've done it. Bit of carrot. You've, you've got it. It's a laksa. So it was a pretty basic laksa, but it was delicious and as I said it's what I wanted so it did satisfy the craving which was great and then basically in Bucharest we just kind of hung out just relaxed had a bit of a rest my partner wasn't feeling so good so we were sort of having a bit of downtime which 
is, as I said, again, crucial. But I would say the biggest highlight of being in Bucharest and what I will leave you on for this week's pod is in Bucharest, they have a fountain show, for want of a better word. Basically, in a square in the middle of the, the city center of Bucharest, they have this huge fountain. And if you're going there in the daytime or any other time of the day, you'll see the fountain. And it's cool. It's big. It, it looks a bit like a couple of swimming pools, but, you know, it's all in all cool. But at 9 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays, they have this fountain show. And basically it is like a ballet done by water. Like there's all of these different, I don't know what the word is, not hoses, but spouts. All of these different spouts and they all do different directions. They're all mechanical. So they move like crazy, basically like water, like a ballerina, like a ballerina made out of water. That is a beautiful image. Sit with that for a second because that's exactly what it looks like. And then heaps of different lights behind it. So it's all colorful. It's all magical. And then they've got like Pharrell Happy playing as the song that the music's dancing to. And then it moves to like that the the song from Anastasia. And then the music dances to that. And then it, it moves to like traditional Romanian like classical music. And then the water dances to that. And then it goes back to like Christian Aguilera from freaking Burlesque. Burlesque is a song that the water dances to. So you just go through this roller coaster of emotions with all of these songs and all of this like music and lighting and oh wow 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 it was spectacular it's free 9 p.m every friday and saturday if you're in bucharest 100 percent do it really it was spectacular really one of the highlights of my trip and i didn't even like bucharest that much as a city so that is saying a lot but that was really really fun super super fun actually and yeah so we basically had a bit of a rest time in Bucharest, but nonetheless, it was still a great time. And after Bucharest, after Romania, we head to Bulgaria. So next week, I'll be talking to you about Bulgaria. I can't wait. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I hope I can. I'm still buzzed from even just talking about the fountains. That's how fun and, and, and hysterical they make me. But thank you so much for listening. Like, subscribe, send me a message if you're enjoying the pod or, or let me know if you want me to talk about something else. I don't know. I've really lost my segments, haven't I? But, you know, all in all, it's a great trip and I hope you're enjoying the pods. Thank you so much for listening. I will speak to you next week all about Bulgaria. Thanks, guys. Bye.